Welcome to Numbers, News, and Nonsense, a sports podcast. Welcome to the 11th episode of Numbers, News, and Nonsense. We're your hosts, Brian. And Ryan. And for those of you returning, welcome back. And to open up the podcast, we're going to do a segment called QB Keeper Boot. And as it says in the name, we're just going to go off NFL teams and we're going to say whether or not they should keep or boot their quarterback for the next season. And to start off, we're going AFC East, Patriots, Mac Jones. That's an easy answer. Keep. Boot. Into the keep section. Oh, boot him in the keep section. Nice. Bills, Josh Allen, keep. Keep. This is interesting. Dolphins, Tua, uh, he's starting to play better. What do you think? You had the chance to boot him for better QBs, and you didn't take the chance, so you might as well just Stick with hold him. on to him at this point. I mean, you're not going to get anything for him. Yeah, I think they probably could have pulled the trigger for Watson, um, but I think they're going to end up keeping him. Yeah. Jets, Zach Wilson. I think they got to do another season with him, I think. Keep. Yeah, it's it's the Jets, so it, they're going to mess him up anyway, so you might as well just keep him and mess him up. Yeah. AFC West, Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, keep. Well, you can't get rid of him in his yeah. $2 billion contract, so. Chargers, Justin Herbert, keep. Keep. Raiders, Derek Carr. Now, call me crazy, but Carr is getting older. Um, he's had all these injuries. He's gotten to the playoffs, but always like lost. I think they should probably try to get a quarterback and maybe not boot him, but I say keep him like a year and draft a quarterback. Yeah, he's not winning the many Super Bowls in. After all this stuff that they've gone through, they have to start over everything. So, might as well try to get a, get another QB, a young guy. So, boot him. Not yet, but boot him. Broncos, uh, Bridgewater, I think they're going to boot him and probably draft a quarterback maybe. Yeah, they're going to boot him easily. It sucks because he's a fan favorite, but you got to do what you got to do. AFC South, Titans, Ryan Tannehill, I'm going to say keep for now. Keep, yeah. You had an unhealthy season, so you never really got to see what the offense all together would have been like. So keep them, see how it is next year. Colts, Carson Wentz, keep. Keep. Texans, um, well, right now they have Tyrod and Davis Mills. And then they have Deshaun on the bench. Uh, I think they're going to draft a quarterback next year, I would imagine, um, unless they want to stick with Tyrod and Davis, which we've seen both have good games, but we've also seen both have bad games. Uh, but I think they're booting quarterback, and they're going to draft a quarterback. It, it makes sense to draft a quarterback, but I don't see them doing it. I think – they're going to try to stick with Mills for a little bit. It won't work, but they're going to try to stick with them. Yeah, and then finally, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars. 
they're not gonna boot him, but he's playing bad. Um, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like we said that um, like ten weeks ago. He's but not good. yeah, I think they're forced to keep him because they drafted him number one. So yeah, yeah. they'll keep him. They're gonna keep him. AFC North Ravens Lamar keep. <laughs> I guess so. I mean. <laughs> if your QB can throw four interceptions in one game, you might as well keep them. <laughs> Bengals, Joe Burrow, keep. Keep. Steelers, Roethlisberger, boot him. You should have booted him last year. Yeah, boot him two I, years I don't know ago. what they're doing yet. They better draft a quarterback. They if have, they keep Ben one more season, it, I'm going to It's not just – you know what? I'm going to just say boot right now, and then we'll touch base on the Steelers later on. All right. And then lastly, in the AFC, we have the Browns. Big topic for me and you. Um, Browns, I'm keeping Baker. Get him back next year healthy. See what he does next year and then decide. I can say, okay, I'm going to hold my answer off right now. I could go either way. So if we talk about the Browns again later on, then we can expand on those answers. All right, all right. And moving to the NFC, you have the Cowboys. Dak, keep, keep. Um, Washington football team, Heineke. This is something I was talking with my one Washington football f- uh, friend. He wants to draft a quarterback. I think Heineke is good, but I also could see them drafting a quarterback. Here's the thing, Heineke has he he's been he's been doing solid for someone that wasn't even supposed to start for them this year. Okay, they had they traded for Fitzmagic or they got him, and Fitzmagic was supposed to be their starting QB until he got injured, and then yeah. Heineke's been popping off. It's not their offense that need to improve. It's the defense. The defense was supposed to be firing this year, and they weren't. And now Chase Young's injured, so. I think they need to get another top defensive player. Yeah. Next up is the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. And I don't know if you saw, like, the projected draft order as of right now, but the Eagles have two in the top ten. And I think they should reach for a quarterback Um, because Jalen Hurts is up and down. I'll talk about that later once again. Um, But Jalen Hurts is up and down. Uh, We still really haven't seen – true like winning potential from him considering they play in the NFC East. Um but yeah, I'm going to say kind of boot for a quarterback. I would keep him if I were the Eagles. You have to look at the circumstances. Last year they had Wentz play and then he went out with injury and then they could have put Hurts in for the final game I think it was and they benched him the final game. Yeah. So, and then this year, I mean, you're, you're just really kind of seeing what Hurts can do. And he's been doing solid. He hasn't been doing bad. He has some weapons. They need to give him some protection. They will draft a quarterback. I don't want them to. They'd be better off getting pieces to build around Hurts, but they will draft a quarterback eventually. Giants, Daniel Jones, this is a boot. Um, I think it's pretty quick for me because of the turnovers he is one of the 
worst quarterbacks when it comes to turnovers. I think he has like he's played in like forty something games and he has like almost forty something turnovers. I think he has a turnover a game or something, and that is not what you want from a franchise quarterback. Yeah, yeah, boot him. NFC West, Cardinals, Kyler, keep. Keep. Rams, Stafford, keep. Keep. 49ers, Jimmy G, they already have Trey Lance, so I'm assuming boot, and they've already talked about uh, media came out this week saying Jimmy G is projected to be traded. Uh, They're planning on it because Trey Lance is going to step up. Yeah, as they should. I mean, you haven't seen Trey Lance at full go yet. But you have a crazy team. Jimmy G. Jimmy G's been doing solid, solid enough to get enough in a trade package. So I think it was smart. They built his trade value up a little bit, and they can get something for him. So they're going to boot him. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, boot, boot, and we said last week we're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure last week that they should have traded him when he asked for a trade instead of riding out the season because uh, he got hurt, and now they're 3-8 and eight right now. So not really a good look for either one of them. Yeah, they have to boot everyone on that team. It's, it's embarrassing. Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Um, well, this is already a boot because, well, it's not a boot officially, but we do know this is Rodgers' projected last season with the uh, Packers. Unless, let's say they win the Super Bowl, but he came out and said like this is the last dance, so I think they're they're not going to move on, but he's moving on from them. Yeah, even even if they win, which they should be projected to, I don't see anyone else really. Um, even if they win, I think he still takes off somewhere else in free agency or not in free agency, but yeah, in the off season, yeah. Vikings, uh, Kirk, keep. Boot. Not the answer. They need something else. He, he's not carrying them to a Super Bowl ever. So they might as well try to get another QB. Bears, Fields, uh, keep. Because we haven't really seen... It's just been a bad season for the Bears. I think they need to fire Nagy, like... Yeah, yeah. So once Nagy's gone, you can really see what Justin Fields can do. Yeah, and you actually start him instead of Andy Dalton. Yeah. So. Lions, Jared Goff. I'm gonna say keep because they might have the number one pick, and I don't think they're using it on a quarterback this year. Uh, we've kind of talked about this. We'll probably reach on it in the off season. This quarterback class is not the best if you're wanting a franchise quarterback. Uh, there's way too many. Uh, like it, the talent gap is too close for all the quarterbacks, so I don't believe they're gonna draft a quarterback that high. I think unless they trade down or something. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense for them to try to get lucky with a quarterback in the draft. So I'm keeping off, building up his trade value, and then trading him when it's high enough. NFC South, Bucks, Brady. Ooh. I think <laughs> I keep. Um, but 
I think if they win this year, I'm pretty sure he's going to go out with retirement. Um, I think, but if they don't win this year, who knows? Here's the thing: they keep him, but they also gotta they also gotta have another QB under his belt. Is Kyle Trask the future answer? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, he showed showed flares and flashes in college, but uh, we haven't seen him because of Brady, so we don't know how good Trask is going to be. Yeah. Falcons, Matt Ryan, but who, like, probably should have been done two seasons ago, I think. Should have, should have got a QB this year. Yeah, he's playing average, but, like, he's not helping the Falcons win. He's not improving. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Vikings situation, um, because Matt Ryan and Kirk have been playing like the same level of football for the past couple years, but they really haven't stepped it up. Yeah, yeah. Saints, assuming they're going back to Jameis Winston, keep because Winston was having a pretty good season. I honestly don't know. They have. They have a solid team altogether, so they can do one of, one of two things. Trade a lot and try to get a rebuild or keep Winston and then try to make a run again. It's smarter to trade and get picks and try to get a rebuild because they're not winning a Super Bowl anytime soon. But chances are they're going to keep Winston and try to get in the playoffs next year. Yeah, and finally the Panthers. Panthers right now, I, I mean Darnold's hurt. Uh, they got Cam, PJ Walker. I would like to see them keep Darnold, um, let Cam go, and maybe draft a quarterback just to back up Darnold and maybe put like some QB competition in, and like you said, like build him kind of up for the future behind Darnold or even taking over for Darnold. Yeah, I mean, obviously cut Cam, like I said, right when he signed with the Panthers. He's not going to do good. He he had a solid game, and it's just going downhill from there. He's not an NFL QB anymore. So they should keep Sam Darnold. You have to look at the beginning of the season and what he was able to do. And – I don't know. I don't think they should draft another QB. They have to draft another weapon for Sam Darnold, is what I think. Yeah. I think ooh, yeah, now that you mention that, I think if they could get a receiver, um, yeah, they they definitely are thinking about taking one of the Ohio State receivers because they've drafted Ohio State receivers before and they've been good. Yeah, and here's uh, the thing. Robbie Anderson was supposed to have solid chemistry with him. But that never worked out. Yeah, he hasn't lived up to the expectations this year. McCaffrey's been completely injury prone his whole career, so I don't even think I think they need to trade him at this point. And DJ Moore has been on and off, so they have to get Sam Darnold a weapon that can be consistent every single game. True. So I think that kind of like signifies that they should stick with Darnold uh, and just build around him. Hopefully. Yeah, you traded for him. He's still young. There's yeah. no reason to get rid of him. He's the age of practically every other quarterback that isn't a rookie. Exactly. So 
I don't really know what you're going to – you're going to try to move to a quarterback who's two years younger than him. So it really makes no sense. Yeah. And that wraps up the QB keeper boot. Um, and now we're going to move on to teams to watch out for. And we're going to decide whether or not we should be watching out for them. Uh, 49ers, they're 6-5 and five right now. I think you need to watch out for them because, like I said, if they get that run game down, they could make a run like they did in 2019-2020. So before all the injuries, they had a great run game. And I think people need to watch out for them. Yeah, I mean, beginning of the season, I thought the Niners would be top their division. It could have happened, but they also went through a lot of injuries, and they are in a tough division. I think you should always watch out for them because that team is solid. And when they get hyped up, they get hyped up. So watch out for them in the playoffs. Bengals, 7-4. and four. I'm I'm not going to watch out for them. I really don't think I'm going to watch out for them. I don't see it. I don't see it. They have they've they've been fun to watch, let's say that. They have a solid offense, not the best defense. They don't yeah. have a playoff team. Yeah. And I don't know, they've had just games this year where they look worse than their record shows. They they don't look like a seven and four football team when you look at them on like game film. I mean, go watch the Browns game. They don't look like a seven and four team. Yeah, not at all. Colts six and six. I think the Bucks loss was bad for them, but I do think you need to watch out for them in the playoffs. Bucks got lucky. That's what I'll say. But what else I'll say is that. If I, I remember a couple weeks ago, me and you both said, if we weren't a Browns fans, we would want to be Lions fans because they were so much fun to watch. <laughs> I take that back. I would want to be a Colts fan because you got to have some fun with that. I mean, you start off that bad and things don't look good at all, and then you just stop start popping off out of nowhere. I mean, oh my god! Yeah, you should watch out off, for them. Start. You off should be afraid four, of them, right? Yeah, they, they take it game by game. Six and six. Yeah, they take it game by game, and and you should be afraid of them. Oh, I'm afraid of Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz. That's a dynamic duo right there. Yeah, you should be. Eagles, 5-7. and seven. I'm not scared. Nope, not scared. I want to be, but I just can't be. It's, it's that defense and the protection for Jalen Hurts. That's what's hurting me. Vikings, 5-6. and six. Uh I'm going to say watch out for them just because of their recent games. They have been playing pretty tough. The 49ers game last week, they played tough until the very final uh, like couple minutes, and that's when uh, 49ers scored a touchdown to go up. But they only lost by a touchdown, so I think they're a tough team. Yeah, I mean, they've always been there. They've always been an average. So yeah. they can ease – they can – either just pop off or just go downhill. And I think they're going to go downhill. I'm not afraid of them. I don't think they have enough hype. I don't think they have enough power. Delvin Cook's been suffering injuries. I don't see it. I don't see it. Dolphins, 5-7. and seven. No, move on. <laughs> well, I would say watch out for them, but you also have the Bills and the Patriots 
fighting for the division right now, I think they should the Dolphins should just drop down and give up for the season. Yeah, they can come back. In ugly season. They've got a yeah. couple couple of solid wins. But besides that, they've been blown out a couple times. It's ugly. Yeah, and that's the thing, like their defense is finally looking good. Their quarterback situation kinda looking good, but it's like you can't really compete for the playoffs or the division right now because of how good the Pats and the Bills are right now. So it's tough. Yeah, and you that that division's gonna be tough for quite some time. So you have better chances of trying to rebuild still than trying to contend because you're never gonna be at the top of that division unless Josh Allen and Mac Jones gets injured. So Yeah. And the next one is the Browns six and six. Um we're Browns fans, I think um, it all depends on what happens after the bye week. Uh, Coach Stefanski, uh, GM Andrew Barry, they're both saying they expect Baker to come out better than um, he played like the first beginning of the season. Uh, I know it's one bye week. I think Baker could possibly do it, and the reason why is because Sunday, last Sunday, Baker said after they lost, he said, give me a week and I'll be playing better and I'll be more healthy. And we saw in the Ravens game, he was more healthy and he looked better, but it wasn't back to the like 100% Baker that we know and we have watched it. But it was a better Baker than the Baker we've seen in the past couple weeks, like with the bad throws and the shoulder and that's why I think a bye week is good for this team because we are so hurt and injured right now. Uh, a bye week is going to help massively. There are so many like what ifs and so many questions to ask about the Browns right now. I'm I'm going to tell you that. First off, I wish Baker would have just got that shoulder um surgery done because that would have kept him his job till at least next season. Yeah. I like Baker. I don't want to get rid of him. He's our best chance at anything for the next couple of years because there's no other QBs that we can go for. But here's the thing. If he doesn't win out, then he's gone. That's just how it is. That's how it has to be. I don't like it, but so many people hate him right now. Yeah. Because they and don't like- care about the injuries or anything. They just want to win. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can't – I've gotten in arguments. You can't even point out, like, reasons we lost the game because people don't care. They see a win and they see a loss. They don't see that offensive pass interference against the Chargers that cost us. They don't see the bad uh, fumbles and bad refing against the Chiefs. They don't see what we see when we watch. They only see the win and the loss in the columns, and they blame that severely on Baker, and it kind of sucks being like a fan for Baker that nobody really pays attention to what actually goes on in the game. Yeah, I mean, Baker could be inconsistent, so what? But when Browns blame every single loss on him, that makes yeah. me a little bit mad. Like, like against the Ravens, he had the ugliest fumble I've ever seen. Yeah. That was it. But then he bounced back and he played that was fine. It. That's all he did. That was bad. You look at everyone else, receivers couldn't catch. Chubb and Hunt had under 40 yards altogether. Yeah. That's disgusting. Wills can't do anything like he did last year. Conklin is out. 
The defense only did solid because Lamar is that bad. But here's the other thing. The, the thing I hate is that you look at any other QB and they will never get the hate that Baker gets. Yeah. Nobody hated on Lamar for throwing four interceptions. Nobody. Yeah. If Baker threw four interceptions, the the fans would have basically forced um us to just cut him right there and then. That's that's the funny thing. I sent the exact words that just came out of your mouth. I sent that text to my dad. I said, Lamar threw four interceptions and Ravens fans are celebrating. If Baker threw four interceptions, they wouldn't let Baker back into Cleveland. They would block his plane. They would block his car. They would probably go burn down his house if he threw four interceptions in a game. And yet Lamar does it, and there's no media coverage about it. Everybody's joking. Oh, four interceptions, and he won. Yeah, he won because we messed up. And and here's the thing about Lamar Jackson. Before the game happened, I was asked, would I rather have Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Right away, I said Baker Mayfield. And then after that game, Lamar had four interceptions. And I still stick with that answer. I'd rather have Baker Mayfield. I'd rather have someone that can throw a ball, someone that can fight through injuries, and someone that doesn't have to try to run it every play than have Lamar, who tries to run it every play, throws interceptions, can't pass a ball, no passing game whatsoever, and then relies on his kicker to win his win him games. So, yeah, and I'll finish our like little Browns rant with that. Um, what you just said about the kicker. I got in an argument with a guy on Instagram this week, and I said, well, your kicker has won you four games, if not five games this season. And he goes, well, yeah, but the kicker's a part of the team. Well, our argument was about Baker and Lamar and who played better in the game, not whether or not your kicker was better than our kicker. And it just really made no sense. Some fans don't look at specific details, like I said earlier. So that's just wrapping up our little Browns rant. Uh, we're going Washington football team, five and six. Uh, I'm not watching out for them. Uh, I want them to get to a winning record first. I'm not watching out for them at all. I don't care if they get to a winning record. That team has been ugly. That defense, yeah. offense has been solid. The defense has been ugly. And then right when you lose your best defensive player, Chase Young, Things just go way downhill, way fast. You're not yeah. going to be able to keep up with these teams, so don't watch out for them. Chargers six and five, uh, not watching out for them uh, because Chiefs right now seem like they're going to win the division. Yeah, I don't. It's it's not just the Chiefs. It's that I don't believe in Justin Herbert, and I don't believe in the Chargers. They were the Las Vegas vets, bets coming into the season, and I just didn't see it. Yeah. They just aren't there altogether. Defense isn't that good. The defense has been giving up too many points. I don't believe in Justin Herbert, like I said, and I just don't see it. And finally, Raiders at 6-5. and five. Like we've said all season, Raiders have been up and down. So many things have gone on. But you can't watch out for them. They're not threatening right now. Uh, they beat the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys just – they the Cowboys like to play really bad against 
bad teams. Yeah, I, I'm not watching out for the Raiders, and the Raiders shouldn't watch out for any other team because they should just be watching the draft pick that they get Yeah, at this point. And now we move on to our Week 12 awards from last week. And starting off, Offensive Player of the Week, Lenny Four Tutties, as Gronk called him on Instagram. Leonard Fournette, that's – I can't believe the Bucks got him and he turned into a beast. 17 carries, 100 yards, 5.9 yards per carry, three rushing touchdowns, and then seven catches, 31 yards, and another touchdown receiving. Uh, when the passing game isn't there for Brady – the Bucks have a great run game with Fournette and Ronald Jones. You just don't see a player not being picked up by any team because he's not good. Get finally get picked up by a team and just start popping off. Yeah, it's crazy. At this age, here's the thing: Ronald Jones hasn't been used really as much as Fournette, obviously, and Tom Brady has been crazy off with his passing. So many interceptions. How embarrassing. Um, They don't have Antonio around a couple more games. Gronk's fighting injuries. Godwin and Evans just don't get the ball really anymore. Yeah. Let me side note. This proves my point. Tom Brady will probably retire this year because I don't see Godwin and Evans liking staying with him on the Bucks if they keep Antonio Brown and Gronk because they don't get the ball at all. Back uh, to it. Yeah. I don't think Fournette can do this the rest of the season. That's why I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not expecting him to do this. Um, uh, But I think, like you said, maybe if they put Jones in, like, side by side, they could run. But right now it's really just Fournette when they want Fournette. And really, this is his only, like, I'm looking at the stats. This is his only um, really big game of the year. He had 81 yards, 81 yards, 92. But he had 100 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Uh, biggest game of the season. Uh, and they managed to knock off the Colts thanks to him. Yeah, lucky, lucky. My offense player of the week. I'm going to go Jalen Waddle on this one. I'll, I'll give some love to the Dolphins. Nine receptions, 137 yards. That's about 15 yards a catch. One touchdown. He helped kill. Wait, I said that completely wrong. I typed that so wrong. They got killed by the Patriots, didn't they? Um, yeah. No, they beat. What the heck? What are you talking about, Bernstein? Shut up, clown. The Dolphins? Someone's the going Panthers. Out. I said the Patriots, not the Panthers. Yeah, oh, idiot. idiot. Shut up. Go back and do it, idiot. Okay. Duh. My offense player of the week. No one else but Jalen Waddle. Nine receptions, 137 yards, 15 yards a catch, one touchdown. He helped kill the Panthers. 33 to 10. Keep in mind, the Panthers have improved their defense and they have been a solid defense. And then he came in with the Dolphins and they just stepped all over them. 
they hunted down the Panthers in the wild and ended their lives. Yeah, and I'm trying to find a tweet. I, I do have a tweet. Um, so before the draft this year, I said Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle were going to be better than Devontae Smith. Um, I like Jalen Waddle coming out of college, and I think he's a great receiver. He's quick, he's got hands, and he's got moves. And this is his, I believe this is his best game of the season. And I want to see more of this because, like I said, I think he's better than Devontae Smith. Uh, they shared the field in college, but I think he was the better receiver, even though Devontae Smith ultimately won the Heisman. I disagree with you. You think Devontae's better? Devontae, I don't think it. I know it. Okay. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Devontae is better. That's all that's got to be said. Moving on, Defensive Player of the Week. I got Pat Sertain, rookie corner for the Broncos, four tackles, two picks on Justin Herbert. Took one back to the house, 70 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Broncos stay alive at 6-5, and five, tied with the Raiders, Chargers, and one game back from the Chiefs. And I love Sertain. Uh, came from Bama, and he's a great cornerback. Really what gave it away? The four tackles and two interceptions? No, probably the pick six. Okay, that's what I thought. Proves my yeah. point. Don't believe in Justin Herbert. And... The Broncos, like I keep saying, I hope they win the division just to make the Chiefs mad. My defensive player of the week, another Dolphins player, Jalen Phillips, three tackles, one assist, three sacks. Like I said before, they shot the Panthers with bone arrows, put it right through their heart, and made them suffer. They watched them suffer until they died. That's how it went. Yeah, and just to be said, really. Jalen Phillips is a beast. He is a beast. Yeah, he, he killed him. He um, killed him. Uh, and I'm, as I'm sitting here watching uh, the Cowboys-Saints game, Tony Pollard just ran, I think, like a 70-yard touchdown. So, shout out Tony Pollard. 58 yards, actually, but... You know, you know, like 12 yards off. That's okay. Yeah, just only 12 yards off. Team of the week, 49ers. Me and Ryan both picked them to upset the Vikings last week, and that's what they did. Jimmy G, 230 yards and a touchdown. Elijah Mitchell, uh, I'll talk about him in, like, two awards. Uh, and wide receiver Debo Samuel ran for 66 yards and two touchdowns on six rush attempts. And the Niners are one game behind the Rams in the NFC West. And they're in the playoffs right now, I think, as the sixth seed. So, like we said, watch out. Yeah, for me, I don't know if I can call them upset just because I don't like the Vikings at all. Yeah. But Debo Samuel can have fun right now. But when Jimmy G's gone and Trey Lance comes in, Ayuk's going to be his number one receiver. Mark yeah. my words. Mark them. My team of the week, the Bengals. Burrow, 190 yards, one touchdown. Mixon, 165 yards, two touchdown. Higgins, 114 yards, one touchdown. Defense, two interceptions, three sacks. I mean, they killed the Steelers, 41 to 10. As much as I loved it, as a Browns fan, 
we have to root for the Steelers just because we know you, you look at the rest of their schedule. They most likely won't win any other games. They are that pathetic. We know we're already going to be ahead of them. So that's why I was hoping they could have beat the Bengals just to keep us in the running really. But Steelers are that bad that you can't, you can't even do anything at that point. Yeah. But as also as a Browns fan, it's always a great day when the oh, Steelers yeah. lose. Oh, especially by this much, especially when Chase Claypool thinks he's good and makes yeah. a one catch over. Yeah, and then taunted the Bengals like third string cornerback. Yeah, and then taunting like down like forty points. What, what a joke! Yeah. Really quick, really quick, Steelers. What a joke! Did you see what Chase Claypool said in an interview? The interviewer asked him, he's like, yes. he's like, what do you have to do better at practices? And Claypool's like, yeah, dude, I mean, maybe we play some music and have more fun at practice. We can do better. <laughs> Cam Hayward comes out. He's calling him out. He's like, yeah, I almost just completely destroyed my speaker after hearing that. And he <laughs> was hoping it was a joke. And then um, their coach comes out, too, and he's like, Claypool, you do your job, I'll do mine. So that just proves Claypool is completely jacked. He is he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He has no brain cells. He's even he, he's kind of like a Gronk. He's good, <laughs> but he's so dumb. Yeah. And he's dumber than Gronk. So Claypool's a joke. He the his teammates don't even like him. And that whole organization is falling apart. And Browns fans we better just enjoy this every moment of it. Oh, yeah, because we suffered, so now they get to suffer. Oh, for a very long time. Game of the week. Uh, we both picked Thanksgiving games, actually. Uh, I picked Bears-Lions Thanksgiving Day. We get to see the annual tradition of seeing the Lions lose, even though I thought the Lions would win. Um, Goff outplayed Andy Dalton. Swift got hurt in, I think, the first quarter. Jamal Williams outrushed David Montgomery, but the Lions are just going to lie in, and they lost the game with less than two minutes left. And I believe that they intentionally lost because they called timeouts when they shouldn't have. Uh, I think they're officially tanking. (laughs) They can still afford a win, though. That's the thing. They have one tie. So I don't think it's that. I think – they got so ahead of themselves that they didn't know what to do in a winning situation. Yeah. They, ju- they just malfunctioned. I mean, it, I called it. I said the Bears were winning. I said the Lions' best chance of winning a game was against the Steelers. They blew that. They're not winning a game the rest of the season. It, it's it's just that easy. So, I'm going to go my game of the week, Raiders at Cowboys. I mean, Derek Carr, 373 yards, one touchdown. Dak Prescott, 375 yards, two touchdowns. Now, this – answered one question. The Cowboys are not contenders anymore. I never really thought they were, but people did. And the people that did were Cowboys fans. And I don't see it. How would you have that good of an offense and you fall apart? I understand injuries have been hurting, but it's it's the Raiders. And then the defense... Defense has been solid all year, and you give 36 up to the Raiders. 
Yeah. Ugly and win. then ugly the, one. The other thing ugly. about that game, there were like what were there? There were like twenty five flags or uh, I don't know what number of flags. Let me look that up because that was interesting. Uh yeah, well you look it up. I just want to say the refs this year have been terrible. Yeah, that new taunting role is actually pathetic. Yeah. Um yeah, there were twenty-eight flags on the Thanksgiving game between Cowboys and Raiders, which is I think the most in like ten years. And there were bad calls for both teams. There was defensive pass interference, uh, defensive pass interference, offsides, false starts. The flags were just flying, and the game went on so long. It, it was nuts. I don't know what the refs are doing. They're just throwing flags out because they think it's fun. I really Maybe. think that's what they're doing. It might be it. You know what? I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Moving to underrated player of the week, uh, Elijah Mitchell, 27 carries, 133 rushing yards, and a touchdown. He also had five catches, 35 yards. Really underrated running back, and I'm thankful I picked him up on fantasy. He's been my flex for the past couple of weeks, and he's been going off quietly. He's been going off. Yeah, I mean, the Niners had been suffering with their running game. They had Mostert, and then he suffered injuries. Then they got Trey Sermon, and then he suffered injuries. And then here comes Elijah Mitchell, just completely out of nowhere. Third time's a charm, I guess, and he's just been popping off. Nothing yeah. else to be said about it. Underrated player of the week, T. Higgins. Only reason I'm saying this is because he is talented and he hasn't got the ball as much because of Jamar Chase. He finally got the ball a lot. Six receptions, 114 yards, 19 catches, or 19 yards a catch, one touchdown, and like I said, just obliterated the Steelers. Yeah, T. Higgins, that's that's a shocking name because usually you would think uh, Jamar Chase on that team, uh, but T. Higgins was the one who showed up. And going back to Elijah Mitchell, I was just doing like some stat checking. Uh, when they rush, they give him the ball um, over 18 times. They're 4-1 and one when they give him the ball 18 times or more. And – he he's put up nasty numbers uh 104 yards 107 yards 137 91 and 133 in those games that he gets over 18 carries and i think they should just keep feeding him the ball and maybe they'll rack up enough wins to sneak into the playoffs yeah and the only good thing about Trey Lance not really playing this season and Jimmy G being the starting QB is that they will get the running down the running game down so much that it'll make Trey Lance so comfortable yeah, in the exactly. passing game. Yeah. And it'll make it easier for him when he comes in as a rookie. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to rookie of the week. I'm I'm gonna start this one off. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Jones is the only option. I mean, come on. Do we have to keep saying this? Three ten yards, two touchdowns. The Titans defense, remember when they were good? What was that, like two weeks ago? <laughs> they beat the D- Titans 36-13. to 13. Yeah. How pathetic. You got killed by a rookie. 
and I can't even talk because I'm a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say he killed us too. Uh, but yeah, like we keep saying this, he he might win the award every week, but he's doing a great job. He's not playing like he last week was a pretty good game, but he's playing average, but he's playing good for like the Patriots because that's what they need. They just need him not to make mistakes. They need him to just push the offense, keep it going. And they beat the Titans, who were the two seed in the AFC. And now it's Ravens at one, Patriots at two. So they replaced them by just beating them. So Yeah, and let me tell job. you this. Let me tell you this about Mac Jones. It's not that he's playing average. It, first off, if you watch the games, then you know that he is spot on in that it's not all about the stats. But when you think about it, the only reason he's playing average is because Bill Belichick isn't putting all the pressure on him. Yeah. He is sharing the ball way more. He is playing it so smart. He's using the running game more. He's not putting all the pressure on Mac Jones because when Mac Jones does awful, you can see he just gets mad and he beats himself. And that's the thing that could hurt the Patriots. And Bill Belichick, that's why he's going to be coach of the year isn't letting that happen. So, I mean, that's just solid. That's just smart thinking. Yeah, and we have five games left in the season, and he's throwing 70% completion. Pretty sure he might lead the NFL in completion percentage. Uh, well, we know Tom Brady that. isn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and he's got 16 touchdowns, eight interceptions, which is a pretty good ratio for a rookie. Uh, that's a pretty good ratio for basically any quarterback. Yeah, I'm um, Brady. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not better than Brady. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, but yeah, I think he's I think he should easily win uh rookie of the year. Yeah, not Zach Wilson. Oh no, not Zach Wilson. Okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. This is my favorite award for the week. Disappointing player of the week. Let me tell you why. Because it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say this. My disappointing player of the week, I I hate to say this, is Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. He is just amazing. One of my favorite Browns players. But the one thing I don't like about this last game is that nobody mentioned anything about the running game. Yeah. Everyone just blamed it on Baker. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't like. I wish Chubb would have – Chubb's quiet, so I understand why he never really did anything, but I wish he would have taken more responsibility in that doing so bad and not just letting everyone just rail on Baker, but can't do anything about that. Nick Chubb, eight carries, 16 yards, pathetic, two yards a carry. Hunt, not much better, seven carries, 20 yards. Hunt's father was not happy blaming <laughs> Baker. Yeah. How is it Baker's fault if you can't run the ball? I found that really funny that his dad came out and I was like, dude, your son got 20 yards. I know. You can't blame that on Baker, first off. Second off, can his dad shut up? Because I don't want to lose Hunt. I didn't care about Odell, but I do not want to lose Kareem. Yeah, I don't want to lose Kareem either. And Kareem's from Cleveland, so, like, we like him. Like, we were like, yeah, screw Odell, but I don't want uh, Hunt to leave because we like Hunt. He's from Cleveland. Like, we like him. We don't want him to leave. So hopefully his father just doesn't ruin it. Yeah. Um, 
my disappointing player of the week, I have two just like you, except they're different teams. Uh, Jalen Hurts, three picks against the Giants, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. Um, Wait, who? The Giants. Okay. Uh, he also threw 14 for 31, which is 45% completion. That is horrible. Um, I don't know how that wasn't talked about. I didn't even know he had three picks and 45% until today. Um, that is a horrible game, and nobody talked about it. Speaking of nobody talking about it, Lamar is my second disappointing player of the week. Four picks, and nobody said a word to him after the game about it because he won. And it's crazy how if you throw four picks and you win, you still get treated like you're an MVP. It's and if they would have lost, they wouldn't have said a word about it either. Oh, I know. They would have blamed the defense, or they would have blamed his lack of weapons, although Mark Andrews is a pretty good weapon, probably better hands than the entire Browns team. Yeah. Um, and with Marcus that crazy Brown. catch. Yeah. And Rashad Bateman's a young stud. And they, they say he line. doesn't have weapons. It just It's so annoying. Well, maybe if his weapons – could go to the ball that's being thrown 20 yards to the right of them. <laughs> like, if, if you watch the game, it's pathetic. It really is. I can throw the ball to my teammate 10 yards away. The one he threw straight to Ronnie Harrison, Mark Andrews is no joke 10 yards to the left of him. Oh, I know. That one was funny. Like, how, how pathetic is that? What? How many? He's been in the league how many years, and he can't even throw the ball to his team? Yeah. And that wraps up our awards, and we're going into our Week 13 predictions. Uh, Cowboys versus Saints, Thursday night. It's on right now. Uh, I picked the Cowboys. I, I, I want the Saints for one reason. I think that um, McCarthy is in big trouble for the Cowboys. And uh, they lose to the Saints. They, they started out great this season. And then if they lose to the Saints, their second half of the season so far has been extremely embarrassing. Extremely embarrassing. Yeah. So he, he could be in some trouble. I'll tell you that. And a stat that just came across uh, in a tweet, um, speaking of Cowboys, it says rookie with 10-plus sacks in a season since 2012. You got Micah Parsons just did it, Josh Allen for the Jags, Max Crosby for the Raiders, Chubb for the Broncos, and Bosa for the Chargers. And that is a pretty good um, alignment to put yourself with along those defensive ends. And Micah Parsons isn't even a defensive end. He's technically a linebacker. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's talent. When you can do that on top of everything else that you do, on top of all the other positions that you play. Yeah. Oh, my God. Keep doing it and then make bank. That's all I got to say. Colts versus Texans. Colts, easy. Yeah, Yeah, Colts, Colts. Vikings, Lions, Vikings. Easily Vikings. Giants, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. I think their D will take over. Bucks, Falcons. Bucks will win this, but the Patriots still own Matt Ryan. Does Tom Brady still own Matt Ryan? I think it'll be closer than you think. But the um, Bucks will win. 
The reason I don't think it'll be closer is because of this reason and this reason only. Um, let me let me take a quick quick field trip on Google. Is it because um, the Falcons will blow out the Bucks so much? No, it's actually because I think they played earlier in the season. Did they? Yep, they did. Forty-eight to twenty-five. Um, Matt Ryan threw three picks. Tom Brady threw five touchdowns, and I I want to see Tom Brady throw five touchdowns. If he throws five touchdowns, I can't wait to come back and rub it in your face next week. <laughs> and when he throws five interceptions, I can't wait to rub it in your face next week. <laughs> oh, Eagles, Jets, Eagles, Eagles. Fly uh, high, fly high, Eagles, fly high. <laughs> <laughs> Cards, Bears, Cardinals. Cards. Yeah. Um, Chargers, Bengals. I got the Chargers. I'm rooting for the Chargers, but the Bengals will win this one. Let oh, me tell yeah. you something. We, we should be rooting for the Chargers. Joe Burrow is actually just amazing. I think he is levels higher than Justin Herbert. No, no. You know what? I don't think that. Like I said before, I know that. He has <laughs> levels higher than Justin Herbert. I think, yeah, I think Burrow's better than Herbert. Um, I think, like I said, Herbert's a little overrated in from my eyes. I think he's a little overrated. Yeah, yeah. Jags, Rams. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. If the Rams still want any chance of looking like a contender, they better not give up a single point to the Jags, and they better win. 38 to nothing. Yeah, I got Rams. Uh, They better blow them out. Washington football team, Raiders. Got to go Raiders. I just don't believe in the football team right now. Yeah, I'm going Raiders too, uh, which kind of goes against what we've been saying, but I think the Raiders are going to beat Washington this week. Yeah, um, Ravens and Steelers. We can root for the Steelers. Don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Steelers can win this because of their defense. When you just saw that Lamar threw four interceptions to the Browns defense and you come in with Watt and Hayward and everyone, then all you have to do is shut down that running game for Lamar and then, bam, he's throwing the ball right to you. So they have a chance but they won't win it just because of Justin Tucker will kick game winning field goal. Yeah. I I think yeah, I think it will come down to a field goal. Um and I was looking at the standings. Do would we rather have the Ravens win the division altogether by a lot or would we want it to be like a close race if the Browns are trying to push for the playoffs? That's what I'm thinking. You got to keep it close. Yeah. Braves don't even deserve the number one spot. Yeah. 49ers, Seahawks. Um, I'm going Niners. Yes. Seahawks. I actually just I just can't stand it. I can't believe it's, they're three and I, eight. I honestly, no joke, would not want to be a Seahawks fan. I'll be a fan of any other team. Jags, Jets, I don't care. Name the team and I'll be a fan of them. I will not be a fan of the Seahawks. Because they are just so ugly. Oh my god. It's crazy. Last year they were twelve and four. That's nuts. Yeah, this will be like their first losing um 
under 500 team like in like the past decade with That's crazy. Russell Wilson. Wow. 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 Broncos-Chiefs is your Sunday night game, and it's going to be the Chiefs unless the Broncos' defense completely goes out and destroys them. I said the Chiefs, and then I also thought it was April Fool's because the Broncos are winning this game. And let me tell you why. Because I just believe in them. There's... There's a few teams I believe in, not the Jags, not um the Washington football team. I believe in the Broncos. Yeah, I believe in them too, but I do think. No, nope, Chiefs... don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it because the Chiefs will not win this game. <laughs> All right, moving on to Monday Night Football. This should be a really exciting game. Uh, Patriots Bills. I'm rooting for, and I pick the Patriots. Uh, hopefully, they go out and take this. This is what I'm gonna say. I'm is if I get this right, I'm gonna have to go to Vegas. But it's gonna be a close game. Patriots will win this game. Let me tell you how they win this game. Mac Jones. There's about two minutes left. Two timeouts left for the Patriots. They're down. They're down six. And Mac Jones takes him down the field, gets him a touchdown, game-winning extra point. That's how it happens. Patriots win this game. Who's he? Who's he throw to? He throws it to who else but Hunter Henry. Oh, okay, okay. If it happens, I swear to God, you you got to drive to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you got to give me. Couple, couple hundred too. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. I'm telling you. And if it hey. doesn't, then eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that wraps up our 11th episode of the podcast. And Bernstein has an announcement about Twitter. We have reached over 100 million followers. I don't minus think it's 100 million. A million. <laughs> minus, <laughs> minus, minus a lot. <laughs> minus like 99 million. Yeah, do the math. Do the math. I, I don't want to do the math. We're at like 103, I think. So okay. then, promise is a promise. We will have someone on, one of our followers on as a guest speaker. This has been Numbers, News, and Nonsense.